you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's Friday, January 12th. This is a very special day, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's hey, Kyle Brandt, Jason Trigger, Jason McCourty. In May, let's just call it May 21st. We're sitting around, and we're uh-huh. like, man, we need football. We need football. For the next three hours, we get to talk about playoffs. We are on the doorstep of the NFL playoffs. <laughs> Kyle, it is happening. I know maybe you more than anyone else, like, just put it injected in your veins. Let's go. <laughs> this, is what we, this is why we lift all them weights, to quote Bill Parcells. <laughs> we got playoff games this weekend. We got them Saturday. We got them Sunday. Indeed. We get to talk playoff games. Got them Monday. Got them Monday. <laughs> got them Monday. Uh, it all starts right? tomorrow. Time for the lead block. Lead block. Super wild card weekend, as Kyle just so eloquently put it. It's Saturday and Sunday. And it's Monday, don't worry, but it kicks off with the Houston Texans hosting the Cleveland Browns tomorrow. Jason McCordy will be on the radio call for that game with one eye at Eagle. Nice. Then we can sure. uh, take you to a frigid, cold yeah. arrowhead. And we're talking frigid. Mm-hmm. With Oof. Dolphins uh, taking on the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. And then on Sunday, Steelers head to Buffalo to take on the Bills. That kicks off your day. I'm going. Cowboys, you're going? Yeah, I'll be here. You are going. Let's go. Cowboys host the Packers uh, in Dallas. And then Matthew Stafford returns to Detroit. Rams taking on the Lions. It wraps up on Monday Night Eagles. Bucks down in Tampa. Whew, I really haven't read that schedule all the way through like that, and it's so exciting. Yeah, we're sure going to make predictions later in the show. <laughs> mm. Tune in. There's mm. obviously a lot to, a lot of meat to pick off this bone. Biggest storyline heading into Super Wild Card Weekend. Peter, where do you go? I didn't know Kyle was going. I'm going. I'm going to Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. You didn't do the should I go, but you. No, I just you, say it. Say I'm it. going. Okay, I want to go, and I'm okay. going to go. The weather, the weather is okay. real. I heard it's taking a turn. Like people, I, I'm hearing these rumors. I actually <laughs> might be going to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't think so. Are you participating at all? Like, are you? I'm on the air. Me and Colleen Wolf. Let's go. Yeah, me and Colleen are set up. We're in for hours. I cannot wait. I got my snowsuit. I'm ready, buddy. Chicken wings. <laughs> You're going to be good. I'll wait. That is going to be awesome. But to me, the biggest show this weekend is happening in Detroit, mm. Michigan. Okay. And this home playoff game for the Lions, first time in 30 years, has been the biggest storyline. But I love the dynamics of the interpersonal relationships between mm. all the different personalities involved. Remember this. Sean McVay comes to Los Angeles, and as he's interviewing for the job, the Mm -hmm. Los Angeles Rams president, Kevin Demoff, said, hey, before we offer you the gig, I kind of want you to meet Jared. Can you meet Jared? Okay. So they didn't have the job yet. McVay goes and meets Jared Goff and calls up Demoff afterwards and is like, I want it. I'm in. I love this kid, and I watched all his film, and I can do this. We can do this together. Mm. Comes to L.A., He's working with Jared Goff, and they have success right out of the gates. They go to the playoffs. Yeah. They go to the Super Bowl the next year. It's all going great. And then Matthew Stafford is available, and they say, okay, enough with Jared. Move on to Stafford, and they win a Super Bowl. You can't write this stuff. This is Shakespearean, because guess who's playing together this weekend? <laughs> Sean McVay, 
versus Jared Goff. And Jared Goff has a final chance to look at Sean McVay right in the eyes and say, I didn't win the Super Bowl, but I got you. I got you. Okay. I beat you. I ended your season. And he could have one last laugh as well. They were asked about it this week. Take a listen to the tones. I think mm. everyone's playing nice, but I have to think there's some edge for Jared Goff. Yeah, Sean and I are good. I, he's, I think he's a great coach. I think he's, uh, you know, obviously we had our differences there at the end, but he's a great coach. He's done a lot of great things, and, you know, he's a guy that taught me a lot. He's done a great job for them. I mean, they're one of the top offenses the last couple years. He's a really good player. Um, he did a lot of really good things here, you know, for the four years that we were together. He deserved better than the way that it all went down. I'll acknowledge that, and, and I think he knows that too, and, you know, and I'm not afraid to admit to those things, but I think we're all better, you know, you know being able to look back on those things, and, and I do have more appreciation for him as time goes on. It was messy. It wasn't, it wasn't ideal. How it went down was a little messy in that it was so public, and Stafford was at the same hotel in Cabo as McVay, and I was here on this you know, table giggling about how crazy this is and what an amazing... There was a player in Jared Goff that had taken the team yeah. to the Super Bowl two years earlier, and he was just discarded. He is now the home quarterback. McVay and his new beau, Matthew Stafford, are coming back. I didn't even talk about the Stafford to Detroit storyline because I think that's secondary to McVay and Goff. I, Interesting. Before the game... Do they talk? Before the game, does Goff come in and give a big hug? Or has Goff got that edge that we've seen this season and say, you know what? Buzz off, dude. These two guys, McVay came to L.A. He inherited Jared Goff from Jeff Fisher in that group. They went to great heights, but they didn't get to the highest of highs. And now, as a discarded quarterback, Jared Goff has a chance to get a one-up on McVay. I think this is great theater. I'm here for it. I can't wait for this game. I think it's the best game of the weekend. Interesting. And these two players, the Stafford stuff, that's for sentimental reasons. Yeah. And, you know, videos and all that stuff. This is like psychological warfare. Coach versus player. And then coach who said, sorry, uh, pal, you're not good enough for me. Uh, I'm here for it. My favorite quote beyond golf and McVay and everything they said does Jared Goff look at McVay and say, buzz off, dude? That was yeah, my, yeah, buzz that off. Was my buzz face. Imagine that's an actual Scram, bro. Just, just walks over yeah. to him, McVay. I got Jared, Jared, buzz yeah, off, Buzz dude. off. I got a game to go uh, play. The, Peter, the, the Stafford Lions stuff is pretty good, too. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's it's good. It's awesome. It's good. I can't win in this city. Yeah, it's good. I know. But I'm with you. I, the messiness I love of everything that went down between Goff, McVay, the whole thing on everything and how it all unraveled. But I look at the Eagles, and you say messy, and you look at everything that's transpired with them to close out the season, losing to the Cardinals, losing to the Giants. There's rumors now that Belichick is stepping down and being forced out of New England. Now, all right, he's going to take the Eagles' job because Sirianni's going to lose this game, and there's so much going on. And in the midst of all of it is their quarterback, Jalen Hurts, who got injured last week in the game against the Giants. What is his health status going to be? That's the storyline for me because this game doesn't take place till Monday. So, yes, we're watching football all day, Saturday and Sunday, but Eagles fans are watching eagerly to find out everything that is going on with their quarterback. He was at practice yesterday, didn't throw the ball at all. He's handing it off, watching Mariota do the drills and everything of that nature. I want to know what's going on with Jalen Hurts because you're wondering, all right, the game ended Sunday. He got his finger hurt. He went back in the game, so surely he was going to be okay. But then after practice, they talked to him, and here's what he had to say about his finger and his injury. Obviously, uh, leaving that game and attempting to go back in that game probably wasn't physically the best idea. Not having much control over the things that I wanted to do. But uh, time will tell with that, and I can assure you everything's progressing in the right way. 
Now, this guy, everything about Jalen Hurts, he's one of the toughest dudes in the NFL. When you have an injury on a finger of the hand that you throw the football with, this goes beyond toughness. There's ability that you can do something or that you can't do something. So I'm watching this throughout the course of the week to see what Jalen Hurts' status is going to be because we watched Marcus Mariota come in that game against the New York Giants. The first play he came in, Xavier McKinney had an interception. So for this Eagles football team, do they feel confident that if Jalen Hurts can't go, if he can't even play like himself and be able to get the ball down the field, can Marcus Mariota carry this football team? There's so much going on around the Eagles team. It's just like A.J. Brown got injured, and now you're adding Jalen Hurts to the mix. Dallas Goddard was saying they lost their last two games because they overlooked the two opponents that they had in the Cardinals and the Giants, and Sirianni came out and was like, no, I don't think that's the case. I'm watching these guys work hard. So much going on within that building, and you top it all off, it's the health of the starting can, quarterback. Can I ask you, Jason, yeah. because this guy on, on – on X, YB Metro. It's a great tweet. It says, A.J. Brown isn't practicing. Hurts hasn't thrown since Sunday. Jordan <laughs> Davis can't stay fit. Bradbury's cooked. Mm. Now Sirianni can't coach. Is it time to grab the dog mask? Does it feel like that, or is it? Uh, or are they cooked? Is it just like, do they have that in them this year where nobody believes in us and we can do it? Or I, I haven't seen that, but if you're in that Eagles room, you're grabbing and clinging on to a dog <laughs> mask, Grinch, anything, any mask you can find to try to get some mojo going, you're rolling to that. But right now, you've watched them over the last several weeks, and you just can't recognize the same Eagles team. The tone is totally different. It is that. different. The dog mask thing was Carson Wentz had gotten hurt and we have a Nick Foles backup quarterback and so no one believes in us yeah. and we're we're underdogs. Like this is like they're falling apart and they're hurt and like it's it all feels toxic for them. If they lose this game in Tampa, like the fallout is gonna be <laughs> brutal. But never mind that for a second. Let's go to this weekend. I just have so many questions and so much interest in Chiefs Dolphins. I think there's a million things going on here with these two teams. Is Pacheco the Chiefs most reliable weapon now? Does the game go through that guy like should they try to get him 25 carries does Travis Kelsey reannounce himself he hasn't dominated in two months is Travis Kelsey hurt are we gonna find out after the season he wasn't himself if they lose this game somehow and Kelsey doesn't play well what was this season there's gonna be some takes and it's not gonna be all on the field after Kelsey Mostert Waddle, are they going to play? How are they? Raheem Mostert has 21 touchdowns and is looked at as this afterthought. He's not, he's like, well, HN, Mostert does things that no one else is doing. He has guided this team all year long. They need Mosterts. There's all kinds of, not to mention, guys, the high, the high this weekend in Kansas City, Missouri is negative one. I mean, this is not your standard, well, it's cold. Who's going to be sleeveless? Who's going to be shirtless? Like, this is problematic cold. Can Tua show up and play in that? It's a guy who's from Hawaii who plays in Miami. Like, is, is he ready for that? I don't want to accuse him of anything. This is the biggest game of his life. He's never played in a game this big. He's never played in a game this cold. How does he show up? The weather's going to be really fun to watch as a fan. Speaking of watching as a fan, this game is on Peacock, and there are so many takes, and there are so many reactions. For me personally, like, we watch Peacock at home all the time. I don't work for Peacock. I have no loyalty. Tell me about Peacock. Oh, I mean, like, you have a smart TV, guys. If you have purchased a television in the last six years, there is a menu. It's like, Amazon, Peacock, blah, blah, blah. You go over to the, the bird with all the colors, and you click on it. Oh, I don't subscribe. Well, crap. You got to subscribe. Brooke's always banging out episodes of Modern Family. She yeah. watches Peacock. It's what we do. I'm all caught up in La Brea. Like, I'm La Brea. You know, I'm a big Last season, big no season. Spoilers. I know, it's the Last final season. season. My point is, like, it's going to be a fantastic <laughs> football media collision. Yeah. It's going to be a generational discussion. I saw just right on cue Tony Kornheiser's yesterday on ESPN. He's like, that. I don't get it. How do I do it? I love you. I love all of that. My mom is already asking me. My kid knows. She's a big Will Trent fan. Loves Will Trent. <laughs> Loves it. So there's media stuff. There's football stuff. There's weather stuff. 
and there's just massive stakes stuff. Wow, if the Chiefs lose this game, damn. If the Dolphins win this game, what a win. This is my favorite game of the weekend, Chiefs-Dolphins, and I'll be there on Peacock, which doesn't have a nickname. It's just Peacock, trust me. Go ahead, Jamie. <laughs> all of the Desperate Housewives are on Peacock as well, yeah, I believe. they yeah. got them. So, like, you, it is, it, it touches yeah. all the bases. Real Housewives. Desperate. They're Excuse over me, on ABC. The so real ones. Oh. The real ones. <laughs> the real ones. Desperate Housewives is a real good show. Desperate. They got the Housewives? The real ones are like when Michael Jackson got the Beatles catalog. How did you pull that off? There are two playoff games being played in the state of Texas. We got the Texans on Saturday uh -huh. and then the Dallas Cowboys. What is up with the Tyreek Kansas City thread? The golf. L.A. thread, Mike McCarthy, yeah. Green Bay Packers thread. Like, yeah. let's go there. It's the Dak Prescott. Are you the MVP? It's the C.D. Lamb. Where did you come from? We never saw this happening. Dallas Cowboys, what's happened to you in the last two Januaries that makes this team any different? How about Jair Alexander? You've only played seven games this year. Are you the corner that's going to lock down C.D. Lamb? You hurt your ankle on Wednesday. Apparently, he had some freak accident at practice where he just rolled up on somebody else's ankle. Everyone should be staying five feet away from each other during the playoff practices, all right? Jair Alexander didn't practice on Thursday, so there's a question mark. If the Packers go to Dallas, similar to a if the Eagles lose this game, it's going to be messy. Is it going to be equally as messy in Dallas if the Packers go to Dallas and hand Mike McCarthy another January playoff It'll loss at the hands of the team that he left mm. to go to Dallas with. I feel like this game maybe being overlooked mm. because the Packers, they won their last three games of the season, but the nature of those wins were, you know, against teams that were mm -hmm. struggling in the Panthers and the Vikings and the, uh, who was that? The Bears. Uh. It's just the Cowboys not being able to fare well against the Packers. I'm not quite sure about that. Well, one. I, listen, I don't know if there's a hotter quarterback right now than Love going to the playoffs. Like yes. He could probably pull some yeah. stats and stuff, but he is completely on fire. Mm -hmm. I mean, Dak's been good too, but... The Packers, I don't know what the line is or anything like that, but they're not some rollover in any way. No. LaFleur's been there. Love's playing great. Like, can that you, one would be massive. Can you imagine? I have imagined. I, I, Monday I, I, show? I, I, know. Yeah, I know. Monday show, if they lose this game. Mm -hmm. and it's well, listen, home. we're going to do game picks today. We're all yeah. we're going to pick the games. Yeah. We'll see if anybody is feeling squirrely yeah. about, the, about the Packers. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Ian Rappaport, good morning to you. Uh, lots to cover. We just mentioned a couple of the injuries during this segment. What else do we need to know heading into Super Wildcard Weekend? We'll get to the Miami Dolphins, please. They've been a team that has probably been banged up as anyone. That defense just took shot after shot in the back end, the edge. But we have spent a lot of time talking about the offensive injuries. We will start with Raheem Mostert, their star running back. Their touchdown machine did not play the last two weeks of the season, dealing with lower body injuries. He's got an, a knee injury. He's got an ankle injury. He's been limited all week and listed as questionable, but there does seem to be some optimism, according to Coach Mike McDaniel, that he will be able to be out there one benefit of missing the last two games. He is rested and should be ready to go. Similar situation for Jalen Waddell, their star receiver. He had a high ankle sprain, also missed the last two games of the season. Seemed to be actually pretty close to playing in the final game, though, that big one to see if they were going to win the East, which, of course, they did not. He also should be good to go this week. So not full strength on defense, but almost full strength on offense. Then the Detroit Lions lost one of their young stars, Sam Laporta, the Pro Bowl tight end. In a game last week where they could have played, they, they ended up playing their starters. Sam Laporta suffered a bone bruise and a hyperextended knee. Talked to reporters yesterday, described himself as optimistic that he would play, but for the second day in a row, he did not participate in practice. We'll see if he's able to play today. Dan Campbell said it was a long shot if he was able to play this weekend, but if you think it's not this weekend, if they advance, probably next weekend. So that's the on-the-field stuff. There's also a lot of off-the-field stuff. Of course, yesterday, right around this time, we were talking about the Patriots and Bill Belichick parting ways. 
Gerard Mayo, of course, is a candidate to watch there in New England, considered to be a strong candidate. And not only that, here's my understanding of where it stands with Gerard Mayo. Prior to the season, contractually, the team established that he would be the successor to Bill Belichick. They communicated it to the league. So if Mayo is the choice right now, and again, he's a strong candidate in New England, then they would not need to go through the process. All they would need to do is simply hire Gerard Mayo as their next coach. That is an important technicality to know that this may have started last offseason or really, as Jason mentioned yesterday, all the times and places of that organization Gerard Mayo has touched in his time being in New England. Right. Uh, Ian, thank you so much. Still to come on Good Morning Football, the Eagles and Bucks cap off Super Wild Card Weekend. That's on Monday night. we got the birthday boy, Rashad White, Tampa Bay Buccaneer running back, coming on later to preview that matchup, Kyle. Bucks! Bill Belichick. It did happen. It was 24 hours ago, almost to the minute. Mm -hmm. We found out that he will no longer be the coach of the Patriots. We give you our takes. We react to his press conference, and we break down every single playoff game. The playoffs start tomorrow, my friends. Don't go anywhere. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Robert and I, after a you know series of discussions, have uh, mutually uh, agreed to part ways. Coach Belichick will forever be celebrated as a legendary sports icon here in New England, and I believe go in as a pro football Hall of Famer on the first ballot. Uh, we had a vision of you know building a winner, building a championship football team here that succeeded exceeded my my wildest dreams. Thank you. Thanks, Robert. All right, time for Mad Minute, presented by National yeah. Car Rental. It's kind of weird to say Mad Minute after watching an emotional press conference uh, that was held between <laughs> Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft. No chuckling. The announcement that Belichick was no longer the coach of the New England Patriots. That was the sentiment yesterday. Uh, our thoughts on that press conference, and what's next, Peter? You have a minute? I thought Belichick had a nice little joke to start it off. Yes! Great joke. Good line. We need awesome. some backstory for that. And so everyone's there. There's a bunch of people convened, and he says, uh, the last time it was like this was when we brought in Tebow. And I was like, great! Line, great line, icebreaker, yeah, icebreaker. Out of left field. Interesting, the speculation going on. So Atlanta was the hot team. Everyone mentioned yesterday that everyone kind of moves on as the day goes on, as we haven't heard anything. It's like Chargers, no, no. Then it was the Eagles. Then last night, someone texted me. He's like, "Did you hear anything about Jacksonville?" I'm like, "Doug Peterson's fully employed." They're like, "Yeah, but Shad Khan, like, he's got money, and like, they're, they, they're, I think Jacksonville." And it's like, so everyone's speculating right now. Jacksonville. I think the New England part is interesting. The Belichick part might be more interesting. What is the right fit, and when will we know? Mm. Yeah, and I look at it. As, as the day went on, we found out Ian just talked to us about Gerard Mayo. And we talked about Vrabel and everything that went on with him in Tennessee. All right, he's going to be the lead candidate. And then it comes out, well, 
they could move Mayo in there as his replacement. It was already done in his contract. Wouldn't have to go through the whole process. So it would be interesting to see in these next coming days, weeks, if Mayo's the guy that eventually just gets the job without even going through the entire process. I can think of several times I've had way more cameras than the Tebow time, too, but I, there's, those aren't unsavory. I would love Belichick to take, like, the gap year and do the media. Like, mm. and we've seen that a lot of times. A lot of coaches do it. Look, he's a little older, and I guess the clock is ticking, but just one year. One year, like, at a table, even a booth. Who cares? Yeah. Then maybe the quarterback thing shifts a little bit, come yeah. back two years. I think you said it yesterday, like a Manning cast with Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, and Bill Belichick. Wow. I would watch that. Great. The Belicast? Yeah, the Belicast. Oh, yeah. Sorry, don't take our ideas. Yeah. No, no, they no, will. No. They will. NFL Plus, Peter. Yeah. Next, let's talk Packers, Cowboys. Jason, Jordan Love making his first career playoff start. As Kyle just said, there might not be a hotter quarterback going into the playoff weekend. Cowboys riding a 16-game win streak. Mm. Cowboys playing under the biggest expectations of any team this weekend. I think so. And you said that. 16-game home winning streak. And you look at that. Now, all throughout the season, we've said if the Cowboys can be at home, the biggest difference is going to be for them. Well, they are at home, and they're going against this Packers team. Well, a lot of young players over there. And we said, what's different about this Cowboys team? Yesterday, we said Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, two of the best at their position. And a lot of that is the hands of Mike McCarthy calling the plays this season. Well, something has to be different. They haven't been in a conference championship game since 95. So if this isn't the year, we're talking about Messi and all this of every other team, it's going to be them with the biggest targets. Jordan Love has been great, but the heart and soul of the Packers has been Aaron Jones for a month. He's been fantastic. 100-yard game, 100-yard game. My question about this game is do the Packers have the firepower, the punching power to go back and forth with the Cowboys? The Cowboys offense at home is so good. I think Aaron Jones is the most important player for the Packers, even above Jordan Love. I don't think if he has a big game, I don't think they can win. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to get to know on a national stage a lot of names we're not very familiar with. Dontavian Wicks, Jaden sure, Reed, sure. Bo Melton. This Packers receivers bunch is all under the age of 25 and there are a bunch of guys. I don't know either if they can keep up in a shootout, but gosh, if they lose, talk about expectations. If the Cowboys lose to the youngest team mm -hmm. to make the playoffs mm. since 1982, and it's McCarthy falling short again, it's going to be a very interesting Monday morning. Here. Young pups they are. Next, the Rams take on the Lions at Ford Field on Sunday night. Peter's been hyping up this game in terms of the city of Detroit. Like, there mm -hmm. may no, be no other place you'd rather be this weekend. Kyle, though, Sam Laporta says he's optimistic about playing. Mm -hmm. Is this the most competitive game, you think, this weekend in terms of Definitely. offensive showdown? I, this, to me, is the one that's like, that game's going to be close. I know the Lions are good and the Lions are home, and that atmosphere is going to be unbelievable. I also think Sean McVay is the best coach in the NFL. I think he is one out of 32. I think this season is his magnum opus. I think they will be ready. I think Stafford is a serial killer. I think he's got nothing. He will not be afraid. This game, I think, comes down to the last play. And God, I hope it doesn't come down to officiating. I think it's going to be really oh. close. You know, it's it's all these coaches are being interviewed. I think Raheem Morris has a real opportunity on a national stage to say, look what I did with this unit. You're talking about Aaron Donald, yes, but 10 players you might not be familiar with. Kobe Turner, Byron Young. Uh, you're talking about Yeast and, and Kendrick. Oh, yeah, Yeast. And, and Craig and, and Michaela Witherspoon. It is a true no-name defense, and yet they can put the clamps on Ben Johnson, the $15 million oh, man. man. I think Raheem Morris has a real chance to say to everybody, all those owners, hey, you're looking at everyone else? Hire me. This could be a really interesting cool. game. And I'm right with you on that one because Aaron Glenn on the other side, the defensive coordinator, go. he's being talked about as a potential head coach, and we're saying this is going to be an offensive showdown, throwing the ball all over the field because we have guys like Ben Johnson who will probably be a head coach next year, and McVay, guys that are amazing at their jobs, but the defensive coordinators have a huge opportunity if they go out there and this game's a 20-17 to 17 type of game, we're going to be talking about mm -hmm. them after. Mm -hmm. This is a wild time of year, the fact that these coordinators are so hot right now. They're playing, they're coaching up playoff games, yet they're still uh, on the docket for yeah. head coaching interviews. Our next guest took a major leap in his second season as carrying a rock, catching the ball, 
His team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they won their division. They have yeah. a playoff berth this season. We're bringing on Rashad White. Let's to go, Rashad. Game yeah. Against the Philadelphia Eagles. Rashad, what's up, man? What's up? What's up, man? I'm happy to be here, man. It's good to wake up to hey, good morning football. There oh, we go. We're happy oh, to have you. I got to start off and say happy birthday to you. We know you're celebrating today and you have the playoffs going on. So happy birthday. Appreciate that, man. Thank y'all. Definitely, man. Last year you came on the scene, got your first taste at the playoffs. Well, Monday night you're getting your second opportunity. You guys will be hosting this Eagles team. Talk to us about what the experience was like last year in the playoffs, and now you're a guy that knows what it's like. What are you telling your teammates leading up to this game? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, the experience was a blessing for sure last year. It's hard to make the playoffs in this league. You know that, Dev. So, it's just huge. So, I mean, the difference between this year, um, last year and this year is just uh, the team obviously different. We got a new head. New leader, Bake, you know, at the helm of the helmet and uh, head of the helmet. And, you know what I'm saying? We're just going out there um, and we're we in a different position. But uh, the biggest thing that I'm enforcing to my teammates, to me, is really it's just win or go home. Uh, so all I, all I ask of them is I, I just want they all every play and come out and um, hit them with the best shot every play, no matter what's going to happen and what's going on. Just don't start, uh, don't stop fighting and don't stop scratching. And we're going we gonna to be straight. You guys played the Cowboys last year in the wild card round and were defeated. It was Brady's last game. We remember that. Then this year, you guys early on in the season in a Monday night game got beaten pretty badly by the Philadelphia Eagles. Does that matter now? Do you guys go back and look at that game or is it like once January football starts, we're taking a whole different look at the season? Or do you guys go back and watch that tape and see what can we do differently? Uh, yeah, so of course um, you, you go back and, and watch uh, again and, and just see there's some different things you want to do um, this go around and things like that. But I just feel like um, the biggest thing is uh, we're a different team than than we was then, and um, we've been on a um, we've been kind of hitting our peak and been on a good run and winning the last five out, out of six games and things like that. So uh, we kind of know who we are now. Uh, we go back and watch that. Uh, we feel like we left some plays out there. Um, uh, all of us and our leaders felt like that themselves, and you know we just coming out there this time with yeah with swag with confidence and like I said we're gonna come with juice and energy and we're gonna play hard for sure. No doubt, and there's so much we coming out of your mouth right now. I know you are such a team guy. Let's just take a second to talk about you because Peter put you on our radar early as a show and we've always loved you. You've had an incredible journey, man, from being a red shirt at Nebraska Kearney to Mount San Antonio to Arizona State, third round pick. And now you are a star running back about to play a home playoff game in the NFL. How are you feeling right now? This journey is amazing. Man, uh, uh, life just changes, man. You, you go through, like you said, different journeys in life. So uh, I'm feeling blessed. Uh, I'm feeling grateful. The season, everything could get long. So with me just going on that journey, I always just remind myself and go back to them times and why I wish I was, you know, here or in a different place. But just grateful and understanding, like right now, like you said, I, I had an amazing season. But, you know, the season over with, the next opportunity is a playoff game, which is big and uh, which where, um, which is where guys like, you know, me and other guys where they want to make a name for them themselves and uh, this is the time to do it so uh, my biggest thing is just not taking anything for granted and um, just understanding the task at hand and where we're trying to go. Rashad you are a gift to Good Morning Football we appreciate it so much it's the Friday before wild card weekend we have to wait till Monday night to watch you play mm -hmm. which is kind of a bummer you know what's not a bummer it's your birthday yeah. 25 years old uh, you have a daughter which we all know and love she was uh, featured in the photograph that you sent back for the angry guns yep. with the scepter which was a beautiful sight but we also know at the table that when you have kids kind of hard to celebrate your own adult <laughs> birthday just tell us here amongst adults what would you want for your birthday turning 25. 
Honestly, I n- I didn't even think about it. You know, you just be so locked in. Uh, twenty five kind of right now for me has been kind of like scary, man. It's just like tough because then you be thinking like, oh wow, like I'm halfway to thirty. Like you know, you just you remember all the memories you was when you was a kid and things like that, and just growing up throughout life, teenage years. You just remember all the times and the years. But honestly, right now, I don't. I'm, I mean, the biggest thing, well, I, I wanna I wanna win Monday night because that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm still in season and things like that. So that could be the biggest. That's that's, that's the biggest gift that, you know, I feel like I can receive right now. All right, let me ask you this. You just, first of all, all the old heads just caught astray. Two years ago, you had an animal-shaped cake in your locker room. Leonard Fournette gave Tom Brady a goat-shaped cake. What animal in the shape of a cake would you want if it would appear in your locker room today? Me, I want I want a lion. I like the lion, man. King of the jungle type of guy, so I like the lion. Uh, you know what? That. How about an eagle cake? They hold it up, just run right through it. Smash right through it, Rashad. Let me tell you, Rashad, over at 25, it only goes downhill for you. Oh, I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding, dude. I'm kidding. We're gonna have fun. No. Hey, for your birthday, go out there and make a name for yourself. You said it. that's the next opportunity in the playoffs, Rashad. Man, we appreciate you coming through this morning. I thank y'all for having me on, man. It's an honor, man. Thank you, guys. Yes, sir. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, I'm going out there. Monday Night Football. All right. From Rashad White, we're going our guy, Will Selva. Will, what's up with the news? What's Uh going on? Sun Devil. What's going (laughs) on, everybody? Great to have a Sun Devil there on set. Remember watching him, Jane Daniels, and Jack Jones all on the same team. So some NFL talent there Mm. for sure. So happy birthday to Rashad. He might be the nicest angry runner out there, I think, as well. He may be called upon to win another scepter this weekend with the status of Baker Mayfield pending due to some injuries. Bake Bake was listed as a non-participant Thursday on the injury report as he deals with an ankle injury suffered in the regular season finale against the Panthers. Mayfield also dealing with a ribs injury. Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown did not practice on Thursday due to a knee injury suffered in the Week 18 loss to the Giants. Brown has not had a touchdown since Week 12. Safety Sidney Brown did not practice either as he's dealing with a knee injury of his own. Now on the plus side for Philly, wide receiver Devontae Smith was a full participant at practice and says he plans to play on Monday night. Smith suffering an ankle injury in the Week 17 loss to the Cardinals and missed the regular season finale. And some good news for the Steelers. They get set to take on the Bills on Sunday. Safety Minka Fitzpatrick says he'll play after missing the last three games with a knee injury. Fitzpatrick will be a welcome addition as Pittsburgh will be without all-pro linebacker T.J. Watts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. We 
have a massive slate of games coming your way on Super Wild Card Weekend. We said it earlier this week, there is not a single team you really bat an, eyelash, uh, an eyelash at this weekend. No eye rolls, no nothing. We want to have them all at our party. Let's keep it on the AFC side. For Ooh. now, we're going to make our picks. Okay, NFC's coming later in the show. We're going to start with the five-seeded Cleveland Browns taking on the four-seeded Houston, Texas. Jason, you are working this game on the radio, so you will be excused from this segment. Let's yeah, take a look at that for a second. Unbiased. God, that looks good. That playoff might, time. Playoff time. Peter, I know I've got a question, but I'll go with it later. Peter, take it away. Okay, so we got to make a pick in this one. Yes. I, I love both teams, and they have such different types of journeys. With the Houston Texans, you've got a first-year quarterback with a first-year coach with a first-year offensive coordinator in a city that's been mm. starving for relevance the last few years. With the, with the Cleveland Browns, you've got a 38-year-old quarterback. You've got a guy who's already won coach of the year. You've got Jim Schwartz on the defensive side of the ball. And you've got a fan base that's been starving for 50 years, for decades. I mentioned it in the last segment. I'll mention it again. There is no greater active quarterback in the playoffs on the road than Joe Flacco. I'm going to take in this game the Cleveland Browns on the road. I trust Flacco. I think he's got these guys rolling. They've got a great defense. I think that Stefan's going to have the game plan. Houston, Texas has been an awesome year, but I also think they might be one year away. I'm going to go with the experience. I know it's on the road, but that's why I like it for Flacco. Joe Flacco. Mm. Of course, the Green Bay Packers have the most road wins, but the Baltimore Ravens have the second most road wins in postseason history. That's why I will take the Cleveland Browns. I'm that's into it. it. I don't think I've ever been locked into a game all season as much as I was locked into Texans Colts Colts. on Saturday night. Mm. I told you guys, my wife and my kids were out of town. I was sitting just... Every single fiber of every play I'm watching, and I completely fell in love with the Texans. It took me 18 weeks. I'm going to pick the Houston Texans in this game at home. We paid so much respect to what the atmosphere is going to be like in Detroit, and it will be nuts. The Houston Texans have an electric thing going on here. And look, the Flacco thing is so fun, and I so respect it. And I feel like in many ways, like I kind of grew up Flacco. The thing we don't spend a lot of time on is Flacco's thrown a lot of picks. Mm -hmm. He's thrown six interceptions in the last three games. He will chuck you one. He will chuck you two. He will chuck you three. Houston is very, very smart about taking advantage of those. I believe in this Stroud thing. I think Stroud's got this little twinkle in his eye. And all of that, that action where they won the division against Indianapolis, I am taking Houston at home. They feel like a little NCAA tournament darling. I really Ooh. like them. I'm taking the Texans. You know you're scratching an itch for me when you talk about the Cinderella story. Might have done on purpose, NCAA Jamie. Tournament. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Six, you know what that twinkle in C.J. Stroud's eye? It's youth. It's youthful yeah. twinkle. 16-year age difference between these two quarterbacks with Joe hmm. Flacco and C.J. Stroud. I believe that is the most in a playoff matchup quarterback between two quarterbacks. Brady and, Brady and Hurts. It's, it's, yeah, it's the fifth most. Fifth four, most. My the mistake. other four okay. are all Brady, though. Oh, Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Okay, so Joe Flacco, you're unearthing something right. here. But I, too, go with the youth movement with the Houston Houston, Texans. two and one. Going okay. You can't make Texans. a pick? I am into I, I am yeah. into the D'Amico Ryan's okay. Bobby Slowick everything matched up in Houston the conglomerate the conglomerate of personalities and the decisions that were made to put these gentlemen here in this city it meant something it's meant something for what the Texans have gone through in the last let's call it five years last year we were laughing at them for how they behaved in Week 18 and how they gave up a number one draft pick and Shout look at how you. they did in Week 18 of you. this year they are in the playoffs it's yeah. CJ Stroud's Story and I'm into it. I'm Does Lovey Smith get a game ball if they win this game? <laughs> I mean, come on, sure, Lovey. Right? Hell yeah. Maybe they, look, I was all over it, but maybe he was right. Who knows? Yeah. All right, let's take you out to Arrowhead, where the six-seeded Miami Dolphins take on the three-seed defending championships. Jason, now you may make it. Yeah, pick. come on. I'm looking at this game, and you, Kyle, you already said it. You have the mother nature, and we're looking at yeah. the weather. And with this one, you look at it, you're like, all right, the Dolphins are they're not a cold weather team. You 
automatically give the advantage to the Chiefs. But there are certain temperatures where it goes beyond just an advantage. When it could be negative 25 at kickoff or something like that, what it feels like. I don't know if there's an advantage to either team. That's just like bad football when the weather is that cold. But I look at this Dolphins team. They've gone through so many injuries right now, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Chiefs haven't been great on offense, but Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, these guys have been through the ringer. They've done it. They're Super Bowl champions from a year ago. I'm rolling with the Kansas City Chiefs in this one, and I think they're going to be the ones that walk out victorious Saturday night in the freezing cold temperatures. I think they're going to be able to put something together. I do believe Pacheco is their best offensive weapon. I think they feed him in the cold, and I think he's going to be at his best, and they're going to overcome and be able to beat the Miami Dolphins. I was on the phone with an opposing executive, not either one of these teams, actually a guy that has nothing to do with this game, and he said yesterday, he goes, you know why the NFL is such a crapshoot. In March, you make decisions with free agency. In April, you make free agency, you make draft decisions. Then you bring on other guys and then you do the whole OTAs and you play whole regular season and then you put all that time and effort and we're talking, you're not with your family, you're on the road, you're doing all these things and then you have to play in an ice bowl that's zero degrees and Mm -hmm. it's a complete advantage for one team Mm -hmm. from the other and all the work that you did, all that time that you put in, it could be nullified by Mother Nature. I don't think the Dolphins are ready for this. I I don't think they're going to be able to handle the cold. I do think Tyreek's going to have one play that's going to keep Chiefs fans up all night. I think it's going to be close, but I, I just don't think the cold favors them in any way, and I think that the cold is the X factor in the Chiefs' advance due to Mother Nature in this mm. game. Earlier this week, I said, we were saying, what's the recipe for the Dolphins win this game? I said, just get to 30 points. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs normally don't score 30 points this year. They don't have in them, in which 27 billion Chiefs fans then pointed out, well, the Chiefs haven't given up 30 points all season long. <laughs> I see you guys. (laughs) I respect you, and I see you. The defense is fantastic. And look, the Tyreek thing, it's cool. He comes back. If anybody has a doctorate in what to do with Tyreek Hill, it has to be Sark. It has to be everybody in the Chiefs' defense. They did play earlier this year in fair weather. He had 62 yards. They contained him. It's this weather now against this defense. I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Kansas City Chiefs by 13 points. Mm Despite the spread uh, of opinion of some people that also like the, the betting spreads, it seems uh, pretty vast with this one. The, the Chiefs are heavily favored. Uh, my heart took over on this one. Over the last 48 hours, we have seen three remarkable head coaches retire in their time and mm-hmm. tenor in, mm-hmm. in the state of football. And I was kind of in my, in my feels last night watching Nick Saban uh, recap videos. There mm-hmm. are so many clips of Saban and Tua and Saban and Tua and Saban and Tua. Mm-hmm. And we are really harsh on Tua right now. Biggest game of his life. This young man has been in massive moments since he was like six months old. Like his dad made him switch from being a right-handed football thrower to left because he knew that a left-handed quarterback would make a greater impact for his talent. He is right-handed everything else, throws a football left-handed. I think the Dolphins will be fine. I'm going to pick the Miami You're going to the Dolphins on going the road. Dolphins. I, I like it. they'll be fine. Yeah, I like it. I think I'm going, yeah. Good I job. I'm going the Dolphins. Last AFC matchup of Super Wild Card Weekend. The seven-seeded Pittsburgh Steelers heading to Buffalo to take on the two-seed Bills. Jason? This one's going to be a fun one because as much as we talked about the weather in the last matchup, these two teams are like, all right, bring the weather on. Like, we can go out there and play in this type of game. Yeah. We can hand the ball off to our running backs and watch them work. Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen, over the last two seasons, he leads the entire NFL in total touchdowns. Unbelievable when he has a ball in his hands. On the flip side of it, in the last two seasons, he also leads the NFL in giveaways. So the opportunities are plenty with him for his own offense, but also for the other team. These are two teams that are rolling in 
Bills on a five-game win streak. Steelers on a three-game win streak. I think this one comes down to why. I think this one's actually going to be a close game. Okay. But I'm rolling with the Buffalo Bills in this one. I think they get the victory. Number seven seed since they extended the playoffs. Over. Over six. Have not not won a game. Over. Good nugget. Week 18, everything on the line, and the Bills are down seven at halftime, and they come out and they just reestablish themselves. They make some big plays on defense. And then on the offensive side of the ball, who's in in the biggest moments? Leonard Fournette, it's Trent Sherfield, hmm. it's Khalil Shakir. They got stuff from all these different role players who are stepping up. I'd like to see Stephon Diggs and James Cook be mm-hmm. the guys mm-hmm. this week. I think the role players were great for week 17 and 18. Now it's time for the stars to step up. We don't know if Gabe Davis is going to be ready to go. We don't mm-hmm. know if he's going to be 100%. We don't know what. Cold weather game. I'd like to see James Cook and Stephon Diggs. Do their thing. No T.J. Watt. It's a huge deal. Yeah. I, too, am going with the Buffalo Bills. No T.J. Watt is a massive yes. deal. Massive. I mean, he, could, he might be the best player in football. And it, look, I like Alex Highsmith as well, and he's a really good player. Nobody's T.J. I don't know if Miles Garrett is T.J. Watt. It's like you go to the to see the Broadway show, and you open the playbill, and it's like, the role of Hamilton will not be played by Lin-Manuel. It's like this other guy, the understudy. I like him. Nobody's T.J. Watt. I, I think the Steelers have a recipe to win this game, and I think Najee and Jalen Warren yep. have to go nuts. I'm talking like 100 a piece, a couple of Bills turnovers, and I just don't see it. This game for the Buffalo Bills will be won by guys like Terrell Bernard, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, guys who will make tackles against the Steelers' running game. The Steelers have been living on these deep, long touchdowns from Rudolph. Very difficult in snow, very difficult against that Bills defense. Short of Najee and Jalen going for 220 combined, I don't think the Bills lose this game. I like the Bills at home. I won't uh, surprise anybody here. I go chalk with the table. I, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills yeah. as well. I think it's not going to be pretty, though. I, I, I don't think the Bills need to score more than 21 at this point. I think they get up early, and they just run the ball down the Steelers' throats. Like, they have a recipe, too, and it's at home, and they're comfortable. And for as much as we want the Eagles to kind of get things right, I think the Bills have a ton of expectation going to the playoffs as well. They have to play the right way. They need to establish something. They're looking well beyond this game that they have some motivation and some juice uh, in January. So a sweep for the Bills. And uh, the other two games, not a sweep. We have never a good split for a team. Good. It's all table. the same logo. Yeah. Right? I know. Never good. Never good. Never Especially good. against that Steelers logo. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's blasphemy. I'm not changing. No. Okay. One of you guys should change though. <laughs> right. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 